Row Along, a friendly voice in your ear to motivate, coach and entertain you through each indoor rowing workout as we row along together. I set the stroke rate and the training pace based on your current 2,000 metre time. Just set your monitor to just row and start and stop when I tell you. For more info and to check out the YouTube videos, go to rowalong.com. Hi there, so today's workout is going to be one of the fast ones, so if you want to start doing some light rowing while I describe the session before we get into the main warm-up, please do. What we're going to do today, as the title says, is we're going to row off a slice of cake. We've already rowed off a cookie, today we're rowing off some cake. It's basically 30 more calories. I did a little bit of a search and the average chocolate cake is around about 350 calories and that's what we're going to be burning off today, okay? Now, depending on what the Concept2 monitor is going to be telling me versus my watch, this depends how many times we're going to go through today's intervals and that's what today is going to be it's going to be intervals we're going to do this it's quite a familiar session we're going to do two minutes on two minutes off and really i'm just going to keep on going until i've burnt off those 350 calories either uh, with the concept two monitor or my watch basically i'm looking to do either eight or nine of these intervals so whatever one kind of hits me there that's the one that we're going to go by okay because this is really good 2k training i'm just kind of disguising it okay so i'm gonna you think you're burning off cake i'm trying to improve your 2k okay now the pace we're going to be doing this at it's going to be round about that 2k pace okay Okay, so if you have a if your 2k time is seven minutes then i want you to try and do all of these two minute intervals at around about one minute 45 okay all the way through to the end just really try and keep it strong keep it powerful all right if you don't have a 2k time you don't know what it is then really all you're just trying to do is hit a pace where you're really top end but you know you can hold it for the intervals okay you're gonna be like really out of it you're gonna be yearning for that break to come but you still can keep going, okay? That's the kind of the important part. If you don't really feel like you're kind of almost at the end of your tether, you're not going fast enough. This <laughs> is really the easy way to say it. Anyway, so I said we're going to do a main warm-up first. We're going to do a five-minute warm-up before we get into today's, into today's main session because it's a fast one, all right? Now, as always, we have to set up our machine first. Normally, I point at the lever on the Concept2 and say set your drag factor first, but of course, I'm the other way around because I'm outside today. Look at this. It's March the 20th, I think. Yeah, and it's like this. It's incredible. I'm in a vest. Anyway, so... Set your drag factor first is all I'm saying. Next up, if you're, well, actually, if you're not on a, on a Concept2, just set the resistance to a point where you get a nice feel from the stroke, but it doesn't feel like you're having to heave a wheelbarrow across the lands of Bonnie, Scotland, right? <laughs> Next up, go to your monitor. I should start again. Next up, go to your monitor and set it to eye height, so you don't have to look up, you don't have to look down. And finally, if you can set your foot stretcher height, set it to a point where you're able to come into the front of the machine with your shins pointing vertically, comfortably. If you're set too high, you might get a bit bound up. If you're set too low, you might go scooting straight past and that can really hyperextend your back, trust me. And you don't want that because that ends up hurting. Okay, so five minute warm up. We're going to start this off as though it's just a body weight squat, as though you're just standing up. Okay, I just want you to think about that from a power point of view and then you're connecting that power from your legs to your hands by making sure that your hands connect the handle to the machine as you push with your feet. Trust me, it isn't as easy as it sounds. <laughs> it doesn't sound easy. So I'm going to go into sunny mode and we're going to start in three, two, one, go. I keep the stroke rate nice and low. So for me, I'm just going to be doing this around about 18 strokes a minute. I come into the front of the machine and I push out with my feet. An important part in terms of connecting your hands to the machine when I say about connecting the handle to the flywheel or whatever your machine has the important part there 
is that you have your arms straight as you push your feet into the machine and you have a forward tilt over your hips and that means that you're leaning into the front of the machine but you're not rounding your lower back or slumping in you're doing it by pivoting over your hips and then if you can hold those straight arms and that forward tilt as you push your feet into the machine basically think about pushing the machine away from you then the power should go from your feet up through your body through your arms and into the handle without you needing to pull on the handle we'll talk about this more as we go through the main session but if you can get used to pushing with your feet with straight arms and a forwards tilt then you will find that you will row a lot faster compared to if you were leaning back the whole time or worse not thinking about pushing with your feet and after all we want to be able to get as much power into the machine as we want in order to be able to work at the intensity that we want and that's kind of one of the reasons why I bang on about technique so much is that with a good technique you can then change your intensity okay let's take two more strokes one more and put one foot on the ground or on the shoe <laughs> I had to wash down the patio area so it's a bit wet so that's why my shoes are lying here if you're on the podcast there's continuing rowing with just one foot strapped in right now sorry I didn't say that sorry podcast people to show you more love okay let's swap feet put the other foot in the ground continue rowing what you should find is that because you've only got one leg strapped in your flexibility should improve it'll be easier to get into that forwards tilt into the front of the machine and then you can push out with that leg that's still in let's put both feet back in legs straight and roll with your back and arms okay so swing over your hips pull in your arms out with your arms swing forwards over your hips but it's important that you get that feeling of picking up the the tension whatever you want to call it the initial power with your back first and then pull in your arms okay let's roll to the front 
straight arms, forward tilt, and just push out with your legs. If you can, try to hold that forward tilt and straight arms. You're not pushing too hard with your legs, so hopefully you won't have to recoil at the back, because all I want you to do is get used to the sensation of what it feels like to drive out the front with straight arms and a forward tilt. Let's do one more here. Oh, right, so that's a five minute warm up done. Like I say, today it is gonna to be quite a sprinty session. So if you wanna do, have a quick stretch and a quick drink and then continue light rowing, you can if you want. I'm gonna have a quick drink. I'm then gonna program my monitor and then we're gonna start. Okay, well I think the sun's about to go down behind the house in front of me. Let's hope that doesn't get quite chilly. Now don't worry, this isn't a delaying tactic. It is quite important to have a tiny little break between your warm-up and your main session in order to refresh the ATP in your muscles, the kind of the energy stores or the initial energy store that you get. You've kind of basically got enough energy in your muscles to work hard for a short period of time before your body switches to um, burning from uh, different factors. I'm not going to bore you with exactly how the body works. If you want to know about ATP, type it in ATP and it'll tell you exactly how it works. But what happens is in a warm-up, especially if you do an intense warm-up, probably more intense than one we just did then, it uses up that ATP, but then as it recharges, it recharges plus. So you get your original amount that you had, but you also get a little bit more because it's almost like it's like, whoa, what's going on here? Let's prepare for the next time we do it. Which is why if you do a good warm-up, sensible warm-up before 2K, often you've got a little bit more energy when it comes to starting the 2K than if you just sat down and you were cold. Again, people's physiology differs, so that may not be the case with you, but it is with me. <laughs> so, okay, let's get into this. Make sure you've got a drink handy so that in the two minute rest periods in between, you can have a quick sip. Hydration is very important when it comes to this session because when you start to lose hydration, that's when it gets a little bit tougher to get through the intervals. So it's two minute intervals, two minute rests, and then I'm gonna set this to calories. Let's see, come on. <laughs> there we go. And I've got my watch is running, starting at 65 cal 66 calories after the warm up. Okay, so we want to burn 350 in total, and I'll keep you along with that, and I'll give you tips. Now remember, just try and follow me for stroke rate, high stroke rate, around about 30-ish, um, and yeah, and just keep that pace up, around about 2K pace. Uh, here we go. Two minutes in three, two, one, go. So I, again, need to rely on my erg zone screen for my pace at first so I know if I'm rowing at 145 pace that comes up around about 1400 calories per hour so as long as I see 1400 calories per hour I know I'm round about my 2k pace but of course that's my 2k pace not yours so don't try to match me unless your 2k time 
is also seven minutes. Just over one minute gone into this first interval. Remember, power starts with the legs. 30 seconds. First one is always the hardest out of the first half. Almost there. Five, four, three, two, one. Okay. That's good. My average was 144.7 pace and 44 calories burnt. According to concept two. Now, of course, my watch is going to continue counting through the rest periods as well. So that'll be interesting. Just to tally the two of them up. Have a drink. <laughs> Just while I'm heavy breathing at you. Oh. So actually, this is the swan song for this machine. Um, you may have seen in recent videos that I've started to row on a new black Model D instead of this grey Model D. Truth is I got the newer one so that I could donate this one to my kids high school uh, and I'm taking it to them tomorrow morning so I thought let's do one more celebration row to remember just how good this machine has been to me over the past well, since 2013 so that's what coming up for nine years I've had this for and I bought it from someone else from a TV guy Mark Beaumont so who knows exactly how old this machine is but it's about to have a whole new life at school so get ready for the second interval we are going in 10 seconds time now if you want to do some light rowing to get the flywheel moving before we start please do we're going in five four three two one go <clears throat> big push out with the legs to start we're not quite in race start mode but you do want to start with a nice powerful push of the legs in order to get that flywheel moving because it's easier to top up the speed of a flywheel than it is to restart it from a slower speed. That's why higher stroke rates feel lighter from a drag factor 
point of view. But that initial push of the legs has to be powerful to increase it in the first place. This is a tough one to talk through today. Just under 30 seconds. 20. Almost there. Five. Four. Three. Two. I was a second off pace and lost a calorie. So that's 43 on that one, which makes 87. If we do eight of these, that's four eights. 32, 47. I'll be bang on, so as long as we can keep the intensity up today, then eight of these intervals should hit that 350 calorie point according to Concept 2 monitor. So I'm going to stick around with the Concept 2 and then. when the workout's over, then I'm going to look at my Apple Watch and see what that is. When I posted after the cookie one, if I actually have a drink, I did start a bit of a discussion on the rowing Reddit thread about what's actually accurate, whether Concept2 is more accurate than Apple Watch, where it comes down to, but Concept2 is based on Someone said 79 kilograms, someone said 75 kilograms. But it's not based on you, is all I'm saying. So that's so why a heart rate monitor and a good tracker is better if you're trying to use exercise to get rid of some calories from a chocolate cake. Okay, 12 seconds to go. Start doing some light rowing if you want to have that flywheel moving before we start the next interval. In five, four, three, two, one, go. Yeah. Let's talk a little bit more technique on this one. We're three in. There's a chance fatigue will soon set in on the next few intervals. So if you can think about good technique here, Hopefully, it will transfer through the rest of the workout if or when fatigue starts to set in. So, remember what I said in the warm-up. 
it's all about pushing with the feet push the machine away from you don't think about moving your body backwards have that forwards tilt and arms straight as you push the machine away and the power should flood in five four three two one 43 again Ooh. so that's 130 yeah total calories so far have a drink I can tell that it's been a while since I've done a up-tempo session while making one of these roll-along workouts. I've done a few in my own time or I've done like the hip workouts where it's 30 seconds rowing and then 30 seconds off the rower. I've done them. It's not quite the same as holding kind of a 9 out of 10 intensity and talking at the same time. Just because I'm certainly feeling it. Heart rate's up and that last one was 83% of my maximum rowing heart rate. There's a difference. My maximum I've ever well, got on Erg Zone anyway, it's been 175, whereas the highest I've got on Zwift on a bike has been 183. So I always refer to this as my maximum rowing heart rate rather than my maximum heart rate. Not that it really matters. But I've recovered down to 78, so that's good. We're going for the next interval in 12 seconds, so make sure and get strapped in. Start some light rowing if you want that flywheel to be moving. Interval four starts in five, four, three, Two, one, go. I have been talking about intensity and my heart rate, etc. Remember, this is very much an individual thing where it's what your 2K time is what your heart rate is, how many calories you are burning. So I'd hope that even if you are burning 44 or 43 calories per interval, you are 
close-ish to me not only for the numbers but your perceived exertion too like I say this should feel like 9 out of 10 clawing at 10 out of 10 through each interval almost there 5 4 3 2 ah yeah I dropped one stroke per minute average there and whether it was a result of a slightly slow stroke rate or the aforementioned fatigue setting in but that was only 42 calories and two seconds off my 2k pace however I'm going to play the I'm still not quite right after Covid card if that's okay if that's not a bit uh, really a bit predictable but although my I don't know, drink although my core fitness is certainly back that kind of foundation fitness that just allows me to row for periods of time and things although that's back and although I have top end power well what power I, I have but going by the 100 meter tests I was doing in a previous video I can still row fast and I can row for long but what I can't do is row fast for long it starts to kind of really hit me quite hard so actually even though I've dropped back that's pretty much three seconds slower than my first interval in that last one uh, although I've dropped back I'm okay with that because I'm not going to push things too much post-covid 12 seconds to go get yourself strapped in start doing some light rowing interval five starts in five four three two one go so as far as my metrics are concerned I am up at 172 calories burnt so pretty much halfway there to the 350 after four intervals so even if I'm what could it be potentially 10 calories off after eight intervals yeah. once I hit around about 340 on that eighth interval as long as I do 
I'll stop there. Because the body continues to burn calories even after I stop. The interval is like a turbo boost because we're working so hard that you always just burn calories being alive anyway but it's more in these rest periods because of this intensity three more Ah, exactly the same as last time. 558 meters. 147.5 pace. 29 strokes a minute. 84% of rowing max. This is exactly what interval four was as well. Whew. So what's that take us to? 214 calories. But if you did the, in fact, drink. If you did the row off the cookie workout, remember that was 320 calories and it took us, or it took me 31 and a half minutes to burn off all of those calories. Today, in terms of the time spent rowing, if we only do eight of these intervals, that's only 16 minutes worth of actual exertion. But I suppose by the time you factor in that there will be seven two minutes rest in between all of them, that takes us up to 30 minutes total time on the rowing machine to do the same. So this is kind of, when people say, what's the best workout for fat burning, for calorie burning and things. It shows you that there's a very similar, very similar approach, or a very similar result from two different approaches. There we go, I got it right from the end. The difference is there is still that turbo boost after effect, after burn from this kind of a session. Okay, seven seconds to go into the next one. Make sure you're ready. Four, three, two, one, go. Sun's gone down behind the house, so no need for my super cool sunglasses anymore. I'm trying to keep my stroke rate up at 30 for this one. Oh, hello, Mr. B. You see that? Huge big bumblebee. Lovely. Hopefully that's a proper sign of spring popping up just around the corner. I mean, the fact that it's 13 degrees in Glasgow on 
20th of March. It's pretty good evidence that spring is springing, but this is when March madness hits and we get clobbered by a heavy frost. 30 seconds. Keep that push from the legs. Arms straight until the back. Oh, a bit faster. One, four, six point eight. Thirty strokes a minute. And forty-two calories again. <laughs> Where were we? Two fourteen. That makes two fifty-six. So yeah, we'll be 298, 340 if we keep this up for two more intervals. Like I say, almost cheated and looked at my watch there. Drink. Oh, because of the thermogenic turbo boost of your body, in between these rest interval, in, intervals. I'm gonna forgive the 10 calories that I was shy. Assuming we get there, I've still got two more intervals to go. It's always a chance that I'll fall off the machine. Oh, don't quite feel that way yet. That was the highest heart rate at the end there. 86% of my max rowing heart rate. I didn't actually see what it was on the screen. I'll try and see if I can remember it, if I can see it this time. Oh, right, sunglasses. Remind me my sunglasses are on the grass, please. Just so I don't stand on them. 20 seconds to go. Quite how these two minute intervals can feel like five minutes and the two minutes rest can feel like five seconds. Oh, 10 seconds to go. It's the Concept 2 time machine. Six, five, four, three, two, one, go. Now what I didn't really talk about, I kind of touched on it in the last interval, is what you actually do with your arms. So nice and straight as you push your feet in to the machine, but then at the back of the stroke, you want to pull them so the handle comes in to your chest at sternum height, elbows through your sides, 
and get that handle away nice and quickly with rhythm so the speed you pull in at is the speed you release in at don't jerk it away from you get it past your knees before you bend your knees all right five four three two one 42 again Don't know about you, but I'm really looking forward to this being over. Makes you think again about eating that slice of chocolate cake, doesn't it? Oh, truth be told, I didn't actually have any chocolate cake before today's row. What I did have is some fudge. Holly, my youngest, made some lovely white chocolate Oreo fudge. And I had two pieces of that. And looking at the calorie content, it worked out around about 350. But I wasn't too sure whether fudge is a universal or like a worldwide thing, whether you all know what fudge is. So I didn't want to say raw fudge and people are like, huh? What's that? So I looked around to see what else is 350 calories that everybody would know about. And chocolate cake, or a slice of chocolate cake, came up as one of the answers. And I thought, everybody knows what chocolate cake is. Whether you've eaten it or not, it's another matter, but you'll know what it is, so. And that's what today's session is. So hopefully this shows just for one slice of chocolate cake, this is the amount of work you have to put in if you're going to try and burn food off through diet which is why it's a bad idea to try and out-train your fork 12 seconds to go 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1, go! Now this should be the last of the intervals in this main session I say it that way because there is going to be a two minute cool down after this but as long as I burn 42 calories again this is the last of my intervals. You can, of course, continue rowing until you have burnt off 350. 
you don't have to stop just because I have but eight times to rest two is a very popular training session if you put in this top effort because you should be totally tapped out okay 20 seconds give it everything six seconds there we go come here sorry about that that was Holly coming back from swimming so that was 43 put in like a 20 second sprint at the end of that and all I got out of it was an extra calorie so 341 according to concept 2 active calories according to my watch is 320 so certainly closer between this and between that and that than the cookies ones the cookies was like 150 calories out so this was a lot closer um, but still 20 calories right if you did enough of those workouts say you did 10 of them a week you'd be 200 calories out which is what half a chocolate slice a slice of sorry slice of chocolate cake i can't speak okay shall we get ready to get into a two minute cool down if you don't have time for a cool down that's fine just make sure to do some kind of stretching if nothing else make sure and walk it off if you are going to do some stretching and you're going to go for a shower just be careful don't stretch in the shower okay don't want you to slip and fall okay so stretch but if you're going to go back and sit at a desk or something make sure you're doing something to just loosen off those muscles after a tent session right cool down is going to be very similar to the pace of the warm-up in five four three two one go so just remember what i said about just as though you're standing up enough of a pressure into the foot plates that you are feeling the machine moving you feel your muscles needing to work but you're not excessively raising your heart rate or tiring your muscles out again what you're doing is allowing your muscles and your ligaments and tendons and things to all cool down gently at a slower rate what you don't want to do is just stop and then everything goes from super warm to super cold or well super normal we're all super even if we're normal But yeah, you want to give your muscles and tendons and things a chance to 
slowly cool down and that way hopefully you will be working towards preventing future injury or muscle soreness for the next day so you don't want things to seize up bind up get sore keep you off the machine okay just a few more strokes then our cool down will be done two more one more I certainly needed that cool down after today's session. Now my tongue's gone numb. <laughs> right, if you have time, please hang around for a quick stretching session. If you don't, make sure and stretch, but be careful in the shower. Otherwise, find yourself somewhere comfortable, safe, whatever. And Stretching John has just appeared in the top of the corner of the screen, and he will take you through the very basics of what I suggest that you should stretch after you've done an intense workout or any kind of workout. Uh, so hamstrings, quads, hip flexors, glutes, um, triceps, biceps, shoulders, uh, forearms. Um, I always forget one every single time. And I always say this, I always forget one. There'll be, there'll be another one in there somewhere for you. Remember, for the biceps, it's not just about putting your hands out behind you. It's also that turn in, okay? Or the turn out, sorry. It's the turn out of your thumbs in, idiot. Um, and that's what kind of elongates your the long muscle in your biceps. And that's kind of going to give you a nice little stretch. Anyway, I do hope you enjoyed today's session. Um, it's something that is definitely a different way to burn off a bunch of calories. I do like looking at it from just a, a calorie goal. It's kind of, this it's different when you're just looking at it from a performance point of view and you're just thinking, I want to be rowing at 145 pace for whatever. There's something a little bit too closed box about it. But when you're chasing a calorie, when you're kind of, when you have a, a reason, when you think about it, like the reason was burning off a slice of chocolate cake or a couple of pieces of fudge it kind of changes the, the point of it and so it's very easy to just look at the numbers and look at the um that you're just chasing making the monitor tell you what you want it to tell you without actually having any kind of real world relevance really which i suppose is why racing's a good thing why if you're actually training for a race if you're training to improve your own um abilities to even whether it's a 2k race or whether it's just something like the concept to uh the cross team challenge or something or one of the concept two challenges having that kind of carrot dangling in front of you can be incredibly motivating for people it could also be incredibly unmotivating uh, for people i was speaking to uh or messaging a guy yesterday colin about this who just doesn't um he doesn't see that side of things as attractive the kind of the uh look how fast i'm going look how well i did thing he's like i just don't see that at all i just see concept two is like it's about about uh, using your body and making the machine work and fitness and all that kind of stuff. And, and it really, that the idea of people actually saying, hey, look how well it did, really kind of turns him off in terms of when people post it, he's like, just skip straight past it. Whereas I know so many people are really inspired and motivated by seeing other people and what their results are. So it's kind of, there's this real world and yeah. And plus you also got to remember when it comes to Facebook groups and things, the people inside the Concept2 Indoor Rowing Hub, for instance, they understand rowing and when you when you say i did i broke seven minutes for a 2k they understand what that takes and so they'll go well well done good job good job ah, sorry about that i had a visitor so i had to stop and i've now completely forgotten what i was talking about 
couldn't have been that interesting if I can't remember what it was. So, anyway, uh, I might as well just say goodbye because I've lost my complete train of <laughs> train of thought. I'm sure it must have been something about. Um, uh, oh yeah, it was about yeah why people row and why they train and things. So it's, yes, you might want to do it for fitness. You might want to do it for performance. It's totally up to you. But what I'd say is what I said in the middle of one of those rest periods about if you are going to use it for fitness and if you are using this kind of calorie burn thing to try and offset food, just remember it's, lot, it's a lot easier to just not eat that slice of chocolate cake than it is to try and row off a slice of chocolate cake, okay? So you're standing in the fridge, there's a slice of chocolate cake in the fridge and you think, I could eat this and then I'm going to have to go and do an eight times two minute <laughs> interval session at that pace. Is it worth it? <laughs> now, if the chocolate cake is that tasty, and like Holly's fudge was, then yeah, that was totally worth it because the fudge was amazing. I mean, honestly, oh. Um, so that row was totally worth it. However, if your goal is actual, if you're trying to lose weight, so I'm, I listen, I'm, we're all, whether we're happy with our own weight or not, doesn't, doesn't matter. So I'm in good enough shape, I suppose. I want to lose a little bit of weight, but I'm, I'm not like sitting here going, oh, I desperately need to lose weight. If that was the case, then I wouldn't have eaten Holly's fudge. I would have rode that and then I would have gone into that 320 or 350 calorie deficit. So if you are trying to use fitness to lose weight, then please do it from the kitchen and then, Add to it with exercise, but don't say, oh, you know what, I need to lose weight. I'm going to have a bag of chips and I'm going to roll it off using the rowing machine. Because if nothing else, all you're going to do is hit an equilibrium and it's going to be harder to hit your deficit to actually go further forwards and lose that weight. Okay, so I know it's a really touchy subject and it's kind of the body image thing is all, this is why I'm kind of saying just you know what you know what you want, okay, and don't let anyone else affect what you want and what your goals are, okay, but... Just like I say, don't try and out-train your fork. It's much easier if you're trying to lose, if you have like a goal of losing 10 kilograms, try and lose most of that from the kitchen rather than trying to lose it from the machine. Use this as a way to keep you fit and healthy and to add uh, a little bit of calorie burn and a little bit of muscle and stuff, but don't use this as your primary source of how you lose weight and still yum, 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 okay? Right, there we go, lecture over. Thank you so much for doing this one. Um, if you enjoyed it, please let me know. Uh, and um, yeah, and if you want me to try and roll off some other kind of foods, food stuff please let me know as well um yeah leave me some kind of comment in the on the video and if you want to use some kind of a hashtag to let me know you made it this far through the video then well done you deserve a prize um the prize should be some of holly's fudge really but i can't really give it to you but that will be the hashtag so holly's fudge okay h-o-l-l-y-s fudge um can be the hashtag to let me know you got this far through the row okay i will see you in another one remember i've got pretty much 380 <laughs> workouts that you can pick from on this channel and uh most of them probably do involve me talking about food at one point to be honest dinner plans and things fajitas tonight in case you care anyway right i'll see you in another video please look after yourself stay safe be well bye bye for more info and to check out the youtube videos go to rowalong.com